You know it's coming. Oh yeah, that's right. Special delivery for you, my cool sports VIPs. We get to award once again the worst of the worst, the ones who've been acting bad out in these streets. Cold Sports proudly presents to you the dope of the month. Good afternoon or good evening to one and all. This is the podcast always suitable for work, home, play, and all pursuits in between. Cold Sports! I am that man. That's right. You're a man. The illustrious tour guide, Cole Johnson. And you've entered the zone called Sports on Another Level. And on this episode, we're going to talk about butt fumble, fumbling again. We're going to also talk about the star, maybe being dimmed, and we're going to have a special edition of Upon Further Review. But for right now, let's get to the headlines. Dateline, Denver. All right, let's get right to butt fumble. The Broncos... Supposed starter for the 2016 season, Mark Sanchez, decided to literally fumble away his opportunity to start for the team. Coach Gary Kubiak now has the decision to make. Since he put Trevor Simeon over Mr. Sanchez, now his question is, will he make Sanchez the number two or the number three and vault their uh, draft pick Paxton Lynch ahead of him? Well, you know, Sanchez has the bright head on his shoulders, taking a Pollyanna approach. And he said, basically, quote, getting ready for Carolina. But as a competitor, you know, you're disappointed. Things went the way they did. But at the same time, you understand there's an emotional side to it, a competitor side. But there's also a teammate and me enjoying my time here. And really respecting this organization, respecting Trevor as a friend and as a player and as a teammate, the most important thing to do is move forward and help this team. Close quote. Well, let me tell you how you will help this team, Mr. Sanchez. You will help this team just like you will help any other team. Hold the clipboard. Dateline Dallas. Quarterback Tony Romo who actually suffered a back injury, will now be reportedly out at least six weeks, maybe up to 10. So as I said earlier this month, it looks like Dak Prescott, come on down. You are now the next contestant on who is running the star. Dateline, Minneapolis. Very sad news. USA Today report says that Teddy Bridgewater is out for the year and he's out for the year because he suffered a dislocated knee and a torn anterior cruciate ligament. Trainer Eric Sugarman said, quote, 
Teddy Bridgewater suffered a non-contact injury today at practice. The injury was quickly identified as a dislocated knee. The injury was stabilized and he was transported to a nearby hospital for treatment and evaluation. After undergoing an MRI, it was determined that Teddy suffered a complete tear to his ACL and other structural damage. Fortunately, there appears to be no nerve or arterial damage. Surgical repair will be scheduled within the next few days. Although the recovery time will be significant, we expect Teddy to make a full recovery. I would like to thank all the medical professionals and our athletic training staff for all their help today. Teddy has already displayed the attitude needed to overcome this injury and attack his rehab. Close quote. And this is what is really frustrating and, and really hard to stomach. This guy is coming into his third year and he really looked like he had a total command of his offense. It really looked like that we weren't dealing with a guy who was, I won't say handicapped, but a guy who had to have maybe a slim playbook. It really looked like the other 10 men were ready to make sure that he was going to succeed on the field. And that is what you need to have in your team when it comes to your quarterback. And when you have your QB when he's young and he's intelligent and he's athletic and he's intuitive, that's when things start to really click. And this is a really big setback. Although that defense is lethal, this team is going to go as far as their offense can take them. And it looks like it's going to have to be all day, all day, every week. Oh, I hate to see that. I really do. Prayers, thoughts are with you, Teddy. And really, I hope you can recover within the year. And I know you're going to be wrecking shop when you get back in 2017. Dateline, San Francisco. Do you remember the Stanford swimmer who his father wrote a, a letter with a plea saying that in his two decades that he shouldn't be punished severely for 20 minutes of action. Well, that young chap is about to be free. That's right. Brock Turner is about to get out of jail. Yes. After, after raping a woman in 2015 and going through a trial in 2016, he will walk out of jail serving his time in 2016. Now that is, is what you call justice. When I come back, we're going to give you a special edition of Upon Further Review. So special, it will be extended and elongated. Come on back, why don't you?
sports. Sports on another level can be seen and heard on the social media platforms: Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, YouTube, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Like, rate, review to your heart's content. Most importantly, follow and subscribe to each and every one of these social media platforms. Cole Sports, the five-star show that is sports for the intelligent sportsman. Join my boy Ray Rideout Jr. and CJ Ricker as they guide you through all things tech, all things internet, and all things podcasting. T-Cop Daily weekdays get all of your tips to the trade. Ray Rideout Jr., CJ Ricker, T-Cop Daily weekdays on iTunes and Ricker Media. Part of the SDWV Network. Join me as I take a little bit of Cold Sports the podcast visually. Cold Sports presents on the daily. Come and get a good look, a visual look at how the energy, the intelligence, the humor, and even the frivolity of Cold Sports looks before your very eyes. Cold Sports presents. On the daily weekdays on YouTube. candidate in mind and I think he's going to be a runaway winner and yes I'll put the gender out there it is a he and of course we're going to wrap up week four of the preseason and set a little bit of the table for week number one in the NFL starting next week I look forward to it and tune in to Cole Sports because I have two special things coming One, of course, is Dolt of the Month for the month of August. And the other, I have an interview that I think you all really love. Conversations with my boy, Christian Simpson. Tune into it. You all are going to enjoy it. He is the official NFL correspondent of Cold Sports. And it's going to be as if you're going to get a a Ph.D. education in all things football. Uh, Tune into it. You just will not want to miss it. In fact, I'm thinking about it and getting excited just by the mere mention of it. But that's for the podcast, the interview, and the special to come. But for this episode right here, we're going to start it early and we're going to be very proficient and very thorough. Because we're going to put this subject upon elongated further review. saw this game in Santa Clara Levi Stadium so the 49ers are hosting the 
Green Bay Packers in the all-important third game of the preseason. So this is a very important time. And you want to get going. You want to start off right. Well, let's go to the national anthem. And I'll be doggone. There is someone sitting during the national anthem. And he looks familiar. He's in red. Where's the number seven? I think that's Colin Kaepernick. Well, why in the world is he sitting during a national anthem? That doesn't make sense. So, of course, an eagle eye in the media spotted it and asked him point blank. So, Colin. Very. Calmly. Said the following quote. I'm not going to stand up to show pride in a flag for a country that oppresses black people and people of color. To me, this is bigger than football and it would be selfish on my part to look the other way. There are bodies in the street and people getting paid leave and getting away with murder. Close quote. The 49ers issued a statement about Kaepernick's decision in that action. And they said, quote, the national anthem is and always will be a special part of the pregame ceremony. It is an opportunity to honor our country and reflect on the great liberties we are afforded as its citizens. In respecting such American principles as freedom of religion and freedom of expression, we recognize the right of an individual to choose and participate or not in our celebration of the national anthem. Close quote. Now, the head coach Chip Kelly was asked about this as well. And his stance is, quote, it's his right as a citizen. It's not my right to tell him not to do something. Close quote. Seems like uh, all the right moves were, were made and said in this somewhat controversial stance. But not all agreed. Not all agreed. Take, for instance, the New Orleans Saints quarterback, Drew Brees. We told ESPN about this, quote, I disagree. I wholeheartedly disagree. Not that he wants to speak out on a very important issue. No, he can speak out about a very important issue. But there's plenty of other ways that you can do that in a peaceful manner that doesn't involve being disrespectful to the American flag. The great thing about this country is that we have the freedoms that allow you to speak out openly about any issue. So I'm not commenting on the issue itself because any person has the right to speak out on any issue they want. That's the great thing about being American. But the American flag is what represents those freedoms. It represents the very freedom that Colin Kaepernick gets the opportunity to exercise by speaking out his opinion in a peaceful manner about that issue. Like... It's an oxymoron that you're sitting down disrespecting that flag that has given you the freedom to speak out. Close quote. Uh, Or take, for instance, Jerry Rice, the the one people say is the goat and wide receivers in NFL history. He tweeted out, quote, all lives matter. So much going on in this world today. Can we all just get along? Colin, I respect your stance, but don't disrespect the flag. Close quote. But it's not just the ones who don't agree with them. There are powerful people who do. 
Uh, take, for example, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He wrote a powerful op-ed piece where he challenged people who spoke out against Colin Kaepernick has less patriotism than Colin does. Now, in this op-ed, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar wrote about comparing Kaepernick with Sam Hendricks, who was in the pole vault and he stopped that pole vault when the national anthem started playing during the Olympics. Cap said, quote, in truth, both men in their own ways behaved in a highly patriotic manner that should make all Americans proud. The discussion of nuances of patriotism is especially important right now with Trump and Clinton supporters, each righteously claiming ownership to the most patriotic label. Patriotism isn't just getting teary eyed on the 4th of July or choked up at war memorials. It's supporting what the 4th of July celebrates and what those war memorials commemorate. The U.S. Constitution's insistence that all people should have the same rights and opportunities that is that it is the obligation of the government to make that happen. When the government fails in those obligations, it is the responsibility of the patriots to speak up and remind them of their duty. Close quote. I get that the American flag is, was, and always will be a symbol of the ultimate freedom in this world. Although I will definitely beg to differ there because I know of a symbol that is far greater that represents freedom in a far greater manner than the red, white, and blue. But the symbol is great. The flag is great. What it represents is great. What I do, what Kaepernick did, no. But will I lampoon what Kaepernick did? No. He has the right to do that. He has the right to make that protest. And if his protest is legitimate, then I stand with them in that protest. In fact, this isn't something that's a knee jerk thing in these two preseason games before this one. He was not in uniform and he did not stand up during the national anthem. So this wasn't this wasn't something that was a publicity stunt to further that understanding. He didn't call attention to himself when he did it. And he didn't call him. He didn't call attention to himself when he was asked a question. He didn't want that attention. He did a personal protest. Personal. And is that personal protest unique? No. Enter Jackie Robinson. You know what he wrote in 1972? Quote, perhaps it was. Then again, perhaps the anthem could be called the theme song for a drama called The Noble Experiment. Today, as I look back on that opening game of my first world series, I must tell you that it was Mr. Branch Rickey's drama and that I was only a principal actor. As I write this 20 years later, I cannot stand and sing the anthem. I cannot salute the flag. I know that I am a black man in a white world. 
closed quote. That's Jackie Robinson saying that. And for all the football players out there that say the flag represents the commitment to the men and women who fight and die for us. That's what we as NFL players believe in. Are you sure about that? Are you sure about that? Because there was there was a story not too long ago. In fact, it's about a year and a half where the NFL basically acted like a pimp to the U.S. Defense Department. Because do you know what they shelled out to the NFL, the U.S. Defense Department? They paid the NFL and 14 teams $5.4 million to honor the troops. So when you sing that national anthem, are you singing for the red, white, and blue? Or are you singing for the green? Because if you are profiting off of this, if you are profiting off of patriotism, then there must be something wrong with this picture because I don't get how this is supposed to be a warm, fuzzy moment and a great sobering reminder as to why we are gathered when it is a paid sponsorship to push the military. So we we can have Tommy Laren and, 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 and many others go against the grain. With, with Colin Kaepernick I, I want you all to understand something Hear these following words that I'm about to say to you Quote We have somebody who Is writing false emails Illegal emails And gets to send them out Put them on trial and she gets away with it And she's running for president of the United States If that was any of us If that was any other person They wouldn't be running for the presidency of the United States They'd be locked up Close quote. Do you know who said that? And I want you in the GOP to hear what I'm saying. Do you know who said the following words I just said to you? None other than Mr. Colin Kaepernick. So you can go ahead and burn those jerseys. You can go ahead and say that he's unpatriotic. You can go ahead and say he's a traitor. And you can go ahead and and refute the fact that the Star Spangled Banner, which does have which does have lyrics that talk about slavery in it, you can blind eye all of that. But know that when you do that, it is to your peril. What we're gonna do right here is go back. Way back. Back in the time. We're going back to December 16th, 1773. Now, why am I going back this far? I'm going back this far because the United States wasn't a country yet. The Declaration of Independence wasn't drafted until two and a half years later. So this this was not even a thought process yet. But there were British citizens living on the colonies that objected to the stiff tax on everything basically but they wanted to specifically target tea 
because having it getting shipped to and from England was costing the colonies a pretty penny. You know what they did? They rebelled. They tossed the tea in the harbor. Thus, you have the story of the Boston Tea Party. They rebelled. They did something that went against the grain. They did something that would get the attention of the powers that be. I should dump this tea, not sip it. And say that we don't want to be a part of the British colonies. We want our own independence. We want to break free and break away from this tyranny. Two and a half years later, the Declaration of Independence was written. And five years after that, the British were gone. You see, we're dealing with two Americas here. We're dealing with the America that a candidate can say, America is not great. And he gets to tour the country and around the world to do fundraisers and rallies to state why America isn't great and how America is going to be great. And then we have another who says America's not great and says why America is not great. And what do we do? We call him a traitor. We call him irresponsible. And we call him a slur along with it. You see Colin sitting? I want all of you to look at him when he sits. Because that, when it comes to all of these issues, is the position of the United States of America. If you happen to like this episode or any episode previous to this one, why don't you come follow me on Twitter at Cole underscore sports. That's sports with a Z. You can also come follow me on Facebook at Cole Sports. Again, sports with a Z. Or to my Canadian friends, sports with a Z. You can also follow me on the following social media platforms. Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, YouTube, Pinterest, Instagram. Like, share, rate, review, subscribe, follow, and comment to your heart's content. The more eyes that see this, the more ears that hear this, the higher the profile is raised. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart for all the kind things you've said and even the criticisms that you've levied. But more importantly than the likes, the rates, the reviews, the shares, the subscriptions, the follows, and the comments, I want you to enjoy the content. For the Intelligent Sportsman, I am Cole Johnson, and this is Cole Sports!
Crow Sports, a Comey Media production in association with the SDWV Network.